Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Use Space podcast. I'm Hannah. Um, I hope you all survived January. Um, I got COVID, so I was out of action for a couple of weeks. Um, but I'm feeling much better now and back on track. Uh, the podcast has been a little bit delayed by that, but here we are. Um, I've got loads for you on the show this month. Uh, we've got Melissa from the Phoenix Centre talking about a new pilot project um, for women's empowerment called She's Ready. Later on, we've got councillor Brendan O'Donnell sharing his personal story, which I think is very inspirational. Um, and we've also got the first episode of Robinswood School Radio, which is very exciting. But first of all, I just want to tell you a bit more about what we do at the U Space. So for those of you that don't know, the U Space is an old shop front on Matson Avenue underneath the flats. It used to be a community cafe called the Matson Gateway Hub. But uh, since the pandemic, it's been reborn as the U Space, which is a bit of a pun um, on you as in you and the female sheep, because we do have our famous mats and sheep grazing on the round, roundabout outside. Um, now, the U Space is now a community hub. It's part of GL Communities, which is an amazing organisation working across Matson and Podsmead. Um, they do load, they do debt advice. They They offer all sorts of help and support and courses and social um, events and craft courses and all sorts. If you want to know more about what they do, then we share a podcast platform with GL Communities. So if you subscribe to this podcast, which you can do on all the major podcasting sites, including Spotify, you will see the other episodes called the Glosscast, and they're all about what they do at GL. So um, check them out if you want to know more about GL. So at the U Space, um, um, anytime we're open, you can drop in for money advice, referrals, um, food bank referrals, signposting to other help, which might be available at GL Communities. Um, there's also fair shares on a Monday um, between not about nine and ten. And that is free food for those who need it donated by Tesco. So you can come down first thing on a Monday morning um, if you're in need. Um there's Thursday Digital Help Desk from 9 till 2 with Matt if you need help with your with anything on your computer. There's also um, a Knit and Natter uh, on Wednesdays between 10 and 12 with Nadine. Come down with your knitting, with your crochet, or I think they've got bits and bobs that you can use there if you don't have anything and you can come and learn um, and have a chat. Uh, on Thursdays as well, from about 12, we have Pakistani food which is pay as you feel and honestly it's delicious get some really delicious curries dals samosas sometimes bhajis um so that's from about midday on a thursday um also there's the counselor surgery so counselor brendan o'donnell is in on a thursday between 10 and 12 every other thursday uh, so you can drop in and have a chat with him if you've got any problems that he might be able to solve so the youth space is open Monday to Thursday, nine till two. And if you just want to pop in for a chat, for a cup of tea or coffee, um, or just somewhere to be, then you're welcome at any time during those hours. And Matt and Penny, one of them will be there to um, help you. But first up uh, on the podcast, here's Melissa talking about the She's Ready programme. I'm Melissa. I'm a volunteer coordinator over the GL Communities. I work in the Phoenix Community Centre where we do well-being activities, people coming in, having you know coffees and chats. She's Ready's come over to Gloucester through Active Gloucestershire. It originated in Essex with um, Active Life. It was a programme set up. I think they were running it for a couple of years and it went really well. It's a, it's a women's empowerment programme where 
women are doing activities that they already enjoy and encouraging other women that they know to get active in the community through these activities. It got noticed by Sport England and they decided to fund it and it, it's gone national. So we've introduced it to Gloucester and we're bringing it to Matson and Podsmead. It's about building confidence in the community and, you know, in the women in our community. Mm -hmm. um, so how can women get involved in this programme? We're running it from two centres um, in Matson. We're running it from the Phoenix Community Centre and you can contact you know, Melissa there or just pop in and have a chat about it. And also together in Matson are running it from the Redwell Centre and Dion there is a main contact. So you know, just pop in, have a chat and find out about it. We're running some coffee mornings across Matson. Uh, we've been doing them at the church, at our community centres and... We might be doing one at the youth base. And what sort of activities are you hoping will kind of come out of this? Well, it can be anything really active to get physically active, you know, good for your mental health, just getting out and about really. So it would be great if we could do some sport activities, if we could promote what we've already got in the services. We've got the football pitches and... Is it about getting women into employment? It's not really about employment, it's more about health and well-being, you know, getting active for yourself and from that building confidence and that could lead to, you know, future skills for employment if someone wants to do something like sports leadership or arts and crafts even. Coming into our centres, we've got gem workers, so there's opportunities to find out more about employment and how we can help you, really, how we can support, support women in our community. So at the moment, it's just kind of coffee mornings where you're just talking to women and seeing what their, their needs are. And then the plan is it will develop into kind of individual support. Is that is that the idea? Yeah, it's starting the conversations up and, you know, just getting to know the people that are interested and, and what they want from the programme, really. It's, it's more of a support programme and, you know, getting to know what's available in the community to use. Because there's so many services that people might not be aware about and so much more that we can do to help and you know these conversations are a great way to to promote our centers as well as the she's ready program it's just really an, an empowerment program all around well we've got our coffee mornings are running on, usually on mondays yeah in the mornings we've got them running at the the phoenix community center and at the redwell center at the moment and is there a website where people can see the information about when these when the sessions are or how to contact you? Well, we are setting up a WhatsApp group to make it a bit more personal to, you know, our little community, our She's Ready community. And there is an official website for She's Ready where people can go and register online. They have access to a portal with different resources, videos for healthy lifestyles, maybe sports leadership, and maybe get some inspiration from the website as well as you know, coming in to, to see us at the centres. It's uh, www.she'sready.co.uk. If people are listening to this and thinking, what well, is this right, the right thing for me? Who is it for? What kind of women are you, are you thinking would, would benefit from this? We're thinking all women, really. Women that are confident, women that are, you know, a bit isolated, maybe haven't, you know, really had the confidence to come out since COVID. You know, there are opportunities out there for women to get involved in the community and it's a complete development progress really.
Thanks very much, Melissa. It was great to talk to you. And um, we look forward to like hearing more about it. So maybe we can do something together to kind of report back on, on the progress of the programme. Yeah, I think that would be great to get, you know, to keep the, uh, the momentum up about it. Keep Get more out on the internet and more out for people to listen to about it, definitely. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So if you want to know more about the She's Ready programme, um, get in touch with Melissa. You can drop into the Phoenix um, uh, to find her. Uh, now, next up, back in the autumn, I ran some radio production workshops at Robinswoods Primary School. And I worked with a group of six children to start with just for just three hours. And um, they did amazing work in the short time. And uh, we produced uh, our first episode of Robinswoods School Radio. I'm really proud of the work they did. So um, have a listen and see what you think. My name's Layla and today I'm your host. But here we have six children from Robertswood Primary Academy, including me. We are here to make your day so you better listen to this. First up, we have Abby and Isabella interviewing a special, special guest. Take it away. Hello, this is Abby and Isabella here and we are going to be interviewing a teacher assistant who joined us not long, not, not long ago. Before we ask you some questions, we would like to know a little bit about your hobbies and interests. Oh, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It's a real privilege to be here. Um, I have been playing the piano since I was about seven. I help run a local uh, a Sunday school in a local church. I enjoy going to the cinema and watching Great British Bake Off. Uh, and I have two young children, so I enjoy trips out with them. How amazing. Now we will ask some questions over to you, Isabella. Thank you, Abby. Now, to the questions. First, how do you like this school so far? Oh, Robins was a lovely two-form entry school. Oh, around th 380 pupils here. Everyone's made me feel really welcome. Um, I really like our best values, to believe in ourselves, to engage in our learning, to succeed in what we do and to try our best. We always try to be the best we can be. Now, is there anything you dislike or would like to change? Well, that's a tricky question. Uh, there's nothing I dislike. Um, I, it would be great if we could have some more time in the day. We have such a packed timetable here with always so much to fit in. Uh, perhaps if we could squeeze in some more events to get some parents, carers involved, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, as it happens, we've got some open afternoons this week for them to work alongside their children in the classroom, look at their books. Uh, that's been a real treat. Okay, now... How do you like the responsibilities of being a teaching assistant? Oh, it's a big responsibility. It's challenging, but really rewarding. Uh, I work in one of our lovely Year 5 classes here, uh, really enjoying supporting children with all aspects of their learning. Uh, I especially love hearing children read. Thank you to our teaching assistant for that interview. Now, to end the day, we'll play a relaxing piece of music. 
got for you today? Back to Layla. Thank you, Abby. Next, we have Mia Rose, Elsie and Abraman doing life hacks and food hacks. I bet they're good. Good evening and hello. Today, we're going to be introducing life hacks and food hacks. And the life hacks is first from Elsie. Remove excess paint from your brush by placing a rubber band around the open paint can. Apply eyeliner with a spoon. How do you do that? By placing a spoon on top of your eyelid. Wow, interesting. Believe it or not, dental floss will help you slice through dough with ease, giving you perfectly shaped cinnamon rolls, cookies and more. Well, that's good if, if you're... Um... If your utensils are all if you're all messy. Aloe vera ice cube. Well, aloe vera is a plant. It's kind of weird. Aloe vera makes sunburn feel so much better already. But imagine if it were cold to boot. Interesting. Use hairspray to remove pen marks from walls and the sofa. Wow, I never knew that. That, that could help with your little kids one day. Next up is abs for food hacks. First things first, make a sandwich and get a fork and squish it. Then put a cup through. Second things up is that um, get a fruit roll or a winder and freeze it for three hours and enjoy it. Interesting. Make a Nutella toaster and use a fork to make it. Then put it in a toaster. Wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a toasty toaster. <laughs> well, that's all for today. I've been your host, Layla. What was your favourite part? And enjoy the rest of your day. You can listen to Robertswood School Radio on Deep Bed Radio Org. Bye. <laughs>here with students from Robinswood Primary Academy. Can you tell me your names? Um, I'm Mira Scott. And I'm Layla Carson. And um, what class are you in? I'm in Sycamore. And I'm in Chestnut. Oh, so you're not in the same class? No. no. What are your teachers called? Mrs Staten. And mine's Miss Caddy. And what's been your favourite thing about making radio? Mine's like we're introducing to new things and finding out new like hacks. And if you had a superpower, what would it be? Um, to be invisible. Why is that? Because if the cops are chasing you, you can just be invisible. Great, thanks girls. I'm Abby Jackman. And I'm Isabella. And what, Isabella, what's your favourite subject at school? Lunch. <laughs> and what about you, Abby? My favourite subject is probably English. And what have you been doing in English then? We've been like writing stories, news reports and a lot of different things. Um, I'm Absed. And I'm Elsie. And whose class are you in? Uh, we're in uh, Chestnut. And what's been the best thing for you guys about making radio? Being able to use um, the headphones and the speaker. Being able to use the sound effects. And what's been the worst thing? Nothing. Yeah. And what's your favourite book? Good Night, Mr. Tom. And what happens in that? Uh, there's a 
a boy called Willie, he gets abused by his mum, and um, he go. It's in 1940 when in World War Two. Then he gets sent to um, Little Weir World, where um, he lives with Mr. Tom, and he's really nice to him. Great, that sounds interesting. And Elsie, what's your favourite subject at school? English. And what do you do in English? Um, we like write stories and stuff. What's What's your most recent story about? An evacuee. Oh, great, because you're studying World War Two. Yeah. Great, thanks, guys. That's brilliant. You're listening to Robins with School Radio. Uh, so that was Abby, Isabella, Layla, Abuman, Mia Rose and Elsie from Year 6 at Robinswood Primary Academy. Uh, I worked with quite a few other children um, during the autumn term as well and I'll be producing a special bonus podcast with the work that we did together in the next few weeks. Uh, now lastly, on the podcast today, um, before Christmas I interviewed local councillor Brendan O'Donnell, who some of you will know. Now I asked him to choose three songs which he felt represented aspects of his life um, that we played during the interview and because of um, music licensing laws I can't put the full interview on the podcast so I'm just going to play a short excerpt from it um, and then if you want to listen to the full interview which is called At the Table with Brendan O'Donnell head on over to our Mixcloud account at mixcloud.com slash radiomatson uh, now here's Brendan talking to me about how he rebuilt his life after he was diagnosed with narcolepsy. Do you think that that experience has, has kind of led you to want to help people in the roles you do now? Like, how has that kind of? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Back then, I would, I, I think I stayed in the house for about two years. I would not leave the house. I wouldn't even go to the shop, and uh, used to drive my wife mad. Um, so I never used to take the kids out or did anything. And uh, she was volunteering at the Red Wall Centre at the time. And uh, she rang me up saying, I really need some, I think it was some of the stupidest tea towels. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not coming over. She said, you need to bring them over, I really need them. And I said, no. So please. I said, fine, I will. And I took them over there and people started talking to me and somehow I managed to get involved with stuff. And then I started an art group, which was fantastic. And all that was were people just come for me, take the pip, make fun of them at the art group. <laughs> Um, they nearly saw there, sorry. Um, I don't know how much artwork I actually got then, but we used to all sit there, there was about 15 of us all sat around in this room and uh, I was just making fun of everybody and they just seemed to love it, so I was like, come back again next week then. So they did and that's how it started. Um, and that's pretty much how I started. And then I started playing Santa at the Red Bar. Um, but quite a few good years there we've had. We've had uh, Santa come down the chimney yeah, that's, that was a really hard one to put off, but we did it. Uh, we've had the grotto on a float. Uh, we've There's just so many, it's just it's just amazing, but we've always had an amazing time. Um, although, whenever we did do the grotto, we always overran, because when the kids came to see me, I'd be telling them jokes and find out a little bit about them. Uh, not just Merry Christmas, what do you want, ho, 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 ta-da. It was probably more time than I should have given, but... It's an experience for the kids, isn't it? So that's how they do it. Um, but yeah, so I think the the Redwell really was a big turning point for me at the time. Um, and then I can't even remember why the art group stopped, but I think we, we went off to do something else. And uh, the art group just never got back together. 
Uh, and then I started working at the Gateway, um, trying to sort of like build a bridge between both. Not necessarily works, but you know. Uh, and then I volunteered for, God knows how many years, well, like 16 years, I think. 15, 16 years. And uh, then the, the park, Red Rock Road Park came up and I was trying to make it all inclusive. So there are a lot of disabled kids around Batson. Um, there's even a group uh, at the Red Bar that do Glow Active, uh, where they've got learning disabilities and disabilities. And I just thought it would be nice to have a part where they can go and actually take part. So um, we did have just a basket swing, um, which was redundant when one person was on it because nobody else could go on it, and a slide, and that was it. So I pushed and pushed, and we, I managed to raise some money, and I've put some proper swings in there now. And we've now we've even got a wheelchair roundabout so they can go on and enjoy the roundabout. Uh, and hopefully, if what I'm working on at the moment pays off, we will have a wheelchair swing. So, yeah, that's about it, really. Great. So you're doing great work and kind of helping, like, that's what your passion is, really, helping people in the community yeah. that are kind of disadvantaged. Yeah, and... yeah, absolutely. So how is it, like, you always seem so positive and, like, you have a real get-on-with-it attitude. Um and like you said to me, you've said to me just now that you didn't leave the house for several years. So, how did, how how did you change that kind of mindset? Did um, I don't know. It, I think it came down to uh, me doing a few bits of the red bar, and then me sitting home. And I just started thinking, I just don't want to be here. I, I really don't want to be here. Um, and I've got to say, when I was first diagnosed and I was staying in, I did think, I you know, I didn't want to be here, but not for that reason. It was darker than that I got really depressed um, but then I was it got to the point where I said oh, there's nothing doing this house you know I had a little workshop in my garage where I was doing a bit of woodwork um, you probably shouldn't use a bandsaw when you've got narcolepsy so I fell asleep using that and that wasn't very good um, but it just I just realised that there were more people out there worse off than what I was and need to help so that's what I did um, I just started helping people with everything, from hazing to fly tips and everything else you could imagine, um, and social behaviour I worked with. So it's just kind of, I don't know, I think I've got the empathy to deal with for people like that, if you like. Um, I think I've probably saved uh, the Housing Association some money, because a lot of the ASBs, they just need to talk to each other. Um, and that's what pretty much I've been trying to get to do. And nine, nine times out of ten, it's sorted then. Uh, but you, the key is to try and catch them before they go to the next point when they report it. Because if that happens, then it's just holy war. But yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I've just muddled along doing that ever since, really. And that was Brendan O'Donnell. And as I said, if you want to listen to the rest of the interview, uh, which I would recommend, um, and hear Brendan's music choices, head over to mixcloud.com slash radiomatson. And I will also be uploading all my podcasts and some other bonus content onto the Mixcloud account so you can listen to everything in one place and you can also subscribe uh, to that so you get any new content as it comes out. Um, in other exciting news, I'm setting up a pop-up residence radio studio at the Redwell Centre um, starting on the Thursday after half term in the afternoon. Um, Anyone can drop in, uh, come and talk to me about issues that are important to them or their hobbies or any ideas they have um, for the podcast. And also, I would really like to encourage 
local residents from um, the Matson, Robins, Wood and White City area to make their own radio content and um, I can show you how to do that. Um, so look out for more info about that on our Facebook page, Made in Matson Facebook page and um, I'll be putting out info and posters on all social media and, and, in, and at the Redwell. So uh, that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, you can subscribe on Spotify and also subscribe to our Mixcloud account. Bye.